Hey everyone, Tori here. I just wanted to take a second to thank everyone who has listened to the podcast so far. Your support means so much to us. I also wanted to let you know that we have started a Patreon to fund our show. We have a lot of cool perks for our supporters, including director's notes for each episode, monthly Q&As with the cast and crew, and maybe a special shout out for you on our credits. If you like this podcast, please head on over to patreon.com slash Larry Wells Journals. That's patreon.com slash Larry Wells Journals and click on the join link. We are so incredibly grateful for our listeners and we can't wait to continue sharing this podcast with you. And now on to the episode. Recording patient interview, November 5th, 2009. This is Dr. Sarah Benson. Patient's names are... I'm sorry, Larry, you did talk to your mom, right? Um, yeah, she should be here soon. Come in. Hi, sorry. Work was hell and traffic on the strip was a nightmare, but I'm here now. Hi. Hey, Mom. How are you, Claire? I, um... I don't know. Larry was the one who wanted me here, so, um, should I be nervous? Larry? Sweetheart? Well, um, okay, I, uh, um, I don't, I don't really know, um, I don't, I, I don't really know how to start. Take your time, Larry. Don't rush. Think about what you want to say. Oh, God. Are you... Are you, um, are you... Am I what? Are you coming out to me because... Mom! Because, honey, if you are, you know I don't care about... Okay, Mom? You're still my son. Nothing will ever change that. Mom, I'm not gay. I... Sweetheart, it's okay. If you are, I will always... Mom, please. And you don't have to tell your dad right away. We can... You drink too much! What? Mom... I'm not gay. I'm not coming out of the closet. That's not why we're here. We are here because you... We're here because I think you have a drinking problem, okay? Claire? Uh Uh-huh? Did you hear what Larry said? Uh Uh-huh. I did. Um, sweetheart, may I, uh, um... May... May I ask where this is coming from? Well, I am... What I, what I mean is, what has driven you to this conclusion? Was there a certain time or event that... That's the thing, Mom. It, it hasn't been a certain time. It's been a lot of times. I mean, last week you... Larry, I was exhausted, and I don't expect you to understand this, but I happened to work 90-hour weeks, okay? I fell asleep on the couch. It's not like... Broke a wine glass and knocked over a bottle, Mom. I... I did not see... Because I cleaned it up. Like I always do. Only this time... Only this time Fiona and Tony were there. I'm sorry, what? They came over after the show to see me. We heard a glass break and we found you. You, um... You weren't making a whole lot of sense. You didn't get up right away and, um... Mom, I almost called 911. And... Mom, this isn't a one-time thing. It's... This isn't the first time this has happened. What do you mean, not the first time? Mom, do you have any idea how many nights I've found you like that? How many times you come home and you're just... You're just... I'm just what, Larry? You're... You, you, Mom, you're just awful. Okay? You come home and you're... Cruel. You take... It's like... Nothing I do is good enough for... 
Mom, Mom, I don't even want to be here right now, but after the other night with my friends, and after the night with Dad, you know, I didn't even really start putting it together. Mom, I really think you have a problem, okay? I'm just afraid that one morning I'm going to get up and you're not going to wake up and I... Okay, okay, okay. Honey, um, Larry? Yeah? I know this is your session, but would you be willing to give the rest of it to me? What do you mean? I'd like to speak to Dr. Benson alone, if that's all right with you, Doctor. It's Larry's session. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's fine, I guess. Okay, um... Honey, call your dad and I'll come have him pick you up. He's an hour away, though. Oh, that's right. He's still with the China doll. <sighs> She's Vietnamese, Mom. Whatever. Shit. <laughs> I have to go back to the office after this. Okay, you know what? Here's $300. Call Grandma, have her pick you up, and use that money to take her and your sister out to Panavino or Spago or somewhere nice so that she doesn't bitch about me inconveniencing her in her plan. Okay. Honey, everything's fine, okay? Okay. No, honey, look at me, okay? Everything's fine. I'm fine. Okay, Mom. Now... Go call your grandmother, and I'll see you when you get home tonight, okay? Okay, um, bye, Mom. Bye, bye, Dr. Benson. Bye, Larry. Hey. Hey. How are you? Fucking Robert. I'm sorry? And you know, the sad thing is that it all makes perfect sense. What all makes perfect sense? Robert gets shit-faced. Beats the ever-loving shit out of him, so now he thinks I have a problem. And you know, I'm not even upset with him because it makes perfect sense. Robert fucks up, and now anytime he sees alcohol of any kind, that person is automatically an alcoholic. It makes perfect sense. Claire, were you even listening to him? Of course I was listening to him. No, Claire, were you listening to him? I'm not following Claire, your son just sat here and told you that you're drinking so much that you're unintelligible and pass out around your house, breaking things and not remembering that your 14-year-old is cleaning up after you in the morning. I'm having a difficult time seeing how you can listen to that and place the blame on Robert. True, but... Please, hear me out, Claire. Wait! Does Larry talk to you about this? Larry talks... My son really thinks that I'm an al an alcoholic. I can't give you the details, but I can tell you that it's come up. How often? Claire. How often? Often enough that I felt this session was warranted. So what is this a fucking intervention? No, that's not what this is. Well, that's what it feels like to me. Claire. I like having a drink after work. Okay, sue me. Do you know what kind of idiots I have to deal with on a daily basis? Some nights I don't even go home. So yeah, some, some nights it's wine, some nights it's bourbon. A lot of people drink after a tough, tough day, especially in my profession. And do I sometimes drink more than I should? 
Sure. Who the hell doesn't? You want to see an alcoholic? Talk to my mother. There is a genetic component to addiction, Claire. You know that. Not me, okay? Not me, Robert. That's another one. I have never laid hand on my son, even when I was drunk. Can he say that? Can my mother say that? If the worst that I'm doing is passing out in the safety of my house and make maybe breaking a glass every now and then, is it really so bad? Spoken like a true alcoholic. Fuck you. Claire, your son is scared and worried about you. So before you storm out that door, please sit down and hear what I have to say. If not for your own benefit, then for your son. Fine. Talk. Claire, how many times did you have to clean up after your mother? Too many. Were there ever times where you were afraid that she wasn't going to wake up? Claire? Yes. Okay, yes, there were. Do you remember what happened when you confronted your mother about her drinking? Yeah, she beat the shit out of me. And while she was beating me, she was screaming that if she did have a drinking problem, it was because of me. I could barely walk the next day and had to go to school. I was 12 and that little Hallmark family special happened. What? You think I'm going to do that to Larry? I would never- That's not what I'm saying. What the hell are you saying? When you confronted your mother, she blatantly refused to hear you out, and then she lashed out. It didn't get better. In fact, based on everything you've told me, it got a hell of a lot worse. Yeah, it did. So, let me ask you this question. When you confronted your mother about her drinking, how did her response shape not just the rest of your childhood, but also the rest of your life? How do you think? How do you think your response is going to shape the rest of his childhood, Claire? The rest of his life? Claire, do you honestly believe that Larry wanted to do this? He was probably terrified. Of what? Put yourself in his shoes, Claire. You've been here with your own mother. Claire, it took a lot for him to talk to you today. Just like it took a lot for you to talk to your mother when you were a kid. The only difference now is that you're the mother. You can change your behavior. But I will tell you that the consequences of not changing when your son has come to you with his concerns are great. You've seen them firsthand. Okay. Do you think I have a problem? Claire. Just yes or no. Please. Yes, I do. Then what do you suggest I do? There are programs. I'm sorry. Programs? Support groups? No! Claire! No! Jesus! Fuck no! Would you let me finish? Are you suggesting I go to AA? Yes, I am. No, I am not doing that. Why not? Because I know the kind of people who go there. People who need help? I don't need to go, okay? What? I didn't say anything. No, you're looking at me. What? Do you believe that Larry is overreacting, Claire? I think that... After 
his fiasco with his father. He's seen me at some moments that weren't my best. And he's going into panic mode. And that's on me. He shouldn't have to see me like that. It's not fair to him. Claire, what are you going to do to fix this? To make sure that this doesn't happen again? Well, I'll stop drinking when the kids are in the house. I'll wait for them to go to their father's or... I don't know. I won't drink with them in the house. And do you think that that's something you can follow through on? Or even if that's enough? What do you want from me? Claire, I think that given your history with alcoholism in your family, it's very possible that you inherited that gene. I'm not going to fucking AA, okay? I'm not telling you to. I was only suggesting that it might help. Look, I can't be an alcoholic, okay? I, I- Why can't you be an alcoholic, Claire? Alcoholism doesn't discriminate against those who think they don't deserve it. Because if I am, I actually fucking did it. What did you do, Claire? I turned into her. I fucking turned into my mother. Claire, it's very common for children of alcoholics to become alcoholics themselves. No, you don't get it. Before Lara was born, when I knew that I was pregnant, I didn't drink at all. Okay, that's not completely true, but glossing over, right after I gave birth, do you know what the first thing I asked for was? Bourbon. I'm sitting there, holding my newborn son, promising him that I'm not going to be my mother and put him through the same hell that she put me through, and there I am asking for a fucking bourbon. I never got that bourbon, by the way. Lousy hospital staff. (laughs) You know, brother, my sister... They're both drunks. I mean, they're fucking brutal. It's one of the many reasons I never have all of us in the same house together as mom. My sister's kids, they don't even talk to her, and I don't blame them. Hell, I never talk to her. And then you have my brother. Every time that man has a breakup, I always find myself on the side of his ex. And as far as mom's concerned, the only reason he became gay was to hurt her because that's why any of us do anything. It's just to hurt her. <laughs> Jesus. And you know, up until a couple of minutes ago, I would look at them and the train wrecks of lives and think, well, thank God I've got it figured out. Thank God. Mom doesn't have that much of a hold on me. And then today, my son tells me that he thinks I have a drinking problem. Jesus. What are you going to do, Claire? I don't know. I really don't know. What's going to happen when you go home after this appointment? What do you mean? Are you angry with Larry? I don't think I am. No. No, I'm not. 
Claire, before you completely rule out everything I suggested with the meetings, here's something I want you to do. Think about what will happen if you continue drinking and play that movie to the end. Don't pause in the middle. Really, really think about the effects in the long term. How this will affect you, your relationship with your kids, and how this will shape the rest of their lives. Because like it or not, our parents play a very huge role in who we become as adults. Okay. Okay, we're out of time. Okay. I'll call you later and set something up. Okay. Take care of yourself, Claire. I'll try. Bye. Audio journal entry number eight. This is Larry Wells. It is November 5th, 2009 at um, 9.43 p.m. in Las Vegas, Nevada. Come in. Hey. Hey. Are you... you busy? No. Can we talk? Sure. Okay, um... Grandma said you had a nice time at dinner. We did. Good, good. How are you? I don't... I don't know. That's... That's understandable. Um... Mom, are you mad at me? No, sweetheart. No, I'm not. I'm... Um... I don't know what I am. I'm confused as to why you were so scared to talk to me, though. I don't know why you found it necessary to ambush me at... I wasn't ambushing. No, you're right. That's not fair. You weren't ambushing me. You were... Uh, what were you doing? Are you sure you're not mad? No. Larry, I'm not mad. I'm just... Sweetheart, you know, you don't have to worry about me, right? Yeah, I guess. No, honey, listen. Listen to me. It's not... Your job to worry about me, okay? Or it shouldn't be, at least. And I'm... I'm really... Oh, God. Um, did I ever tell you what your grandmother decided to do when I turned 13? Um, she... Oh, God. Um... When I turned 13, she decided that every time I made a smart-ass comment, or what she deemed to be a smart-ass comment, she would backhand me. Now, there was on one occasion when, Jesus, I can't even remember what I said, but anyway, she asked me something, and I responded, and she thought I was being a smart-ass, so naturally... I hit the floor. When that happened, I asked why she hit me. Because I wasn't being smart, I was being serious. And she... 
You didn't even apologize. Yum. Eh. Instead of apologizing, apologizing, she said, well, that's for the next time. And that was that. Jesus. Language. Sorry, it slipped out. I'm... Oh my god, I, I had no idea. Oh. I think there's a lot of things about your grandmother that you have no idea about, but the point I'm trying to make here is that my mother never apologized to me. Even when she was in the wrong. She never did. She was just... I don't know. Look, what I'm trying to say is that I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry that... Mom, it's okay. I No, honey, it's not okay. It's really not okay. I'm sorry that you saw me like that. I'm sorry that you were scared. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I love you. Okay? I love you too, Mom. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna turn in for the night. You should too, okay? Okay, Mom. Okay. Good night, Larry. Good night, Mom. Mom, Mom, wait. Yeah? I should have given you the benefit of the doubt. I should have come to you sooner instead of... I'm sorry I didn't. You... I, 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 um, I should have given you the benefit of the doubt, is what I'm saying. I, I should have given you the benefit of the doubt, and I'm, I'm sorry. Thank you. It means a lot. Good night, honey. Good night, Mom. The Larry Wells Journals is written by James Cookson and produced by James and Tori Cookson. In this episode, you heard James Cookson as Larry, McKenna Ballard as Dr. Benson, and McKenna Hyler as Claire. Closing credits is possible by Ross Bugden. Find out more at instagram.com slash rossbugden. Comments, questions, or just want to say hi? Email us at larrywellspodcast at gmail.com. To find out more about our show, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at larrywellspodcast. Thank you so much for listening, and be careful what you say. You never know who's recording. <laughs>